I'm a Scatman. You're listening to the Nerd Table, part of the CKCC Radio Family of Podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcast. You know, if you actually pay attention to the lyrics of the Scatman song, you know, blah blah dee ba 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 da bum. The lyrics are actually about that he uh, has an issue with stuttering and learning to do scat. AKA stuttering on purpose helped him with his speech impediment. Oh, I didn't notice you there. Welcome to the nerd table. I'm Dan, and over there is Chris. Well, thank God you explained that because when I started hearing all about scat, I was like, oh, where's he going with this? <laughs> I don't want to get thrown off the air already. You know, that's a thing that people are into. The German shies of porn? Exactly. Speaking of, (laughs) hold up. Are you guys seriously going to introduce me after talking about porn? Uh, German Shiza porn to be. We already did. (laughs) Oh, my God. You've been you've been put on the spot. G. S in my Shiza. (laughs) Anyway, how how are you, fellas? (laughs) I would just like to go on record. And state that porn is a wonderful thing. It but is. German shies of porn is not. Well, I've never seen it, so and I don't plan on changing that. So yeah, Cotton's I'm good. Mom t- was in was in one. I'm well aware of that. Cartman's mom. Yeah. So I did a test run of something today. I wanted to tell you guys about. Y'all know about that Paramount Plus, right? Yeah. The new exciting streaming service? Well, I did a test of it. And I'm going to go on record right now. The reason I did this, well, let me let me explain first. Um, South Park has announced that they are going through season 30 and are going to be releasing 14 movies for Paramount Plus. Yes. And 14. Do you, know, do you know how much those guys are getting paid? Almost a billion dollars yes. or something like something insane. Nine hundred yes. million dollars for six pinky seasons. I just put my pinky to my mouth when you said that. <laughs> I wish we were doing the live episode with the webcam right oh now so gosh. everybody could see this. Right. I'm still doing it, by the way. Like nobody can see this, but I'm still doing it. Yes. Nine hundred million dollars. Yes. So. I would like to go on record and say that Paramount Plus is a waste of your money. Unless you really need to watch old Nicktoons. And honestly, you can find almost all the old Nicktoons available online on various websites. Now, I know some people out there, without saying any names, are very, very anal about this stuff, you know, and refuse to watch stuff on these types of websites because it is immoral. I'm literally talking to like one person and Dan knows who I'm talking to and I'm not going to say the name, but Dan knows damn well who I'm talking, talking to right now. But like, it's one of those things where unless that's your thing, I I didn't find any other reason to actually stay subscribed to that service. So don't they have a free alternative? Like you can watch it with commercials or something. Uh, There's still a pay window for commercials mm. but it's kind of like uh like peacock we've got the peacock with the commercials because when we signed up for it i got the deal where i could get the wwe network for cheap 
And they're like, you can get it with this, uh, but you're going to have commercials with your stuff. And that's really not an issue because like. I go, well, not when I watch on my computer, bitches. Well, no, because they ad still play on my computer, even with ad blocker up. Oh, no, no. I mean, we need to set you up with a, uh, a VPN that like. Okay, so there's this service and I'll talk to you afterwards. I have a VPN is a well, there's. No, this is a different type of VPN. It's more of a proxy server. So you basically send a request um, to this proxy server, which acts as a DNS. And what it does is it has a whitelist and a blacklist of things. And it adds all of these servers that are known for shooting commercials to your computer and blacklist them. So you're still retrieving all of it, but that device is filtering it through and it won't allow it to go to your computer. So it's not an ad blocker because you're still getting it. But you're not, it's not being displayed. Hmm. As I stroke my beard. Intriguing. Yes. The only okay, issue any- with that is you can't do it on the same computer. So you would need like a Raspberry Pi, for instance. Okay. Well, I have a Raspberry Pi. Well, there you go. Look up Pi Hole. Do I want to look that up? Yes, it is. Actually, Be very careful. It's a legit thing. Turn safe search on. <laughs> yes, yeah, turn sa- safe search on. It's called Pie Hole. It will change your life. Well, that just messes up all of my settings right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know that thing where it's like, oh, your your band name is the color of your underwear and the last thing you ate. Well, I read that while I was wearing blue boxers right after I had consumed waffles. So I would just like to go on record and say that my band name is called the Blue Waffle. Well, and if you don't if you don't know what a Blue Waffle is, look that up. No, don't don't look that up. <laughs> uh, funny Actually, story. Uh, hey, Katie. Eric, you remember Susie? Yeah, look you remember up. Susie? Yes. And hopefully she's listening to this episode. So when Susie was our roommate, we were actually recording an old episode of Club Cafe Brussel Talk. And I was telling a story about Googling Blue Waffles on the podcast, and she came flying out of her room and started screaming, no, no, stop! And I just lost it laughing. That's fucking I I tried really hard to maintain my cool. I have no idea if Dan has any memory of that or not, but that was a very, very funny moment for me, because I knew what I was doing. And she knew what I was doing, and I didn't know she could hear me. <laughs> Although I am I am very loud, because I am half Italian. And my voice carries through walls. And uh, yes, hi, Katie. Uh, sorry. Uh, if, if it'll make you feel better, Eric will send you a picture of a clown. It, it, it's going to be a moist clown. Oh, my Can't God. Sleep. Did, hate me. Is she, does she hate that word? She does. <laughs> I. <clears throat> that's one of those things I actually don't understand. The word moist? That. I don't understand why that one is so like so horrible. That one I'm I'm afraid I don't understand that one. I have never figured that one out to be honest with you. Like yeah, I can yeah. understand having a fear of clowns and what a dick somebody is for sending you pictures of clowns when you're scared of them, Eric. <laughs> I understand that, but I just I've never understood why that word is so reviled. I literally need that one explained to me. What it is about that word that 
irritates you? Is it the the pronunciation? Is it the connotation? I, I need to know. These are things I need to know. I think it's the latter. I think it's that like it's the ever... moist pussy when you're ready to get fucked. Jesus oh Christ. Well, <laughs> I think this is why we don't. This is why we only have one sponsor, by the way. (laughs) Right? (laughs) This is why we can't be on radio. Anyway, uh, like when you lived in Florida and you stepped outside and you instantly become moist. You know what I mean? It's just fucking you. It's just that connotation of disgusting. Am I sweating or? It's just, yeah, pretty much. The heat and humidity hits you almost instantly and then you're just just doused in sweat. am i supposed to chew this air before i breathe it in you ever heard the thing where it's like ha, what what's what's summer like in florida and it goes oh this is easy take a shower before you don't dry off put on all your clothes and then go walk outside that is summer in florida that's pretty accurate except except the, for like during water. your summer or not not in the middle of winter. The water is not <laughs> clean in Florida. <laughs> it is not. It is not. But if you're interested in taking a trip to Florida, you can contact our wonderful sponsor, Adrian Cotton with EC Travel. If you don't have time to plan a trip, he'll do it for you. He'll get you all kinds of great deals and discounts. Mention CKCC Radio. And you could win a voucher for a three-day, two-night getaway of your choice. You can sign up and register at emersoncotton.intelatravel.com. Link in the description of this episode. See, I found a way to work that in there. Speaking of swamp ass, he's on a vacation in Orlando right now. He's in Orlando right now. Oh, no. So there you go. What are you doing? Why'd you go to Orlando? <laughs> Why do people do the things that they do? Never ever understand. <laughs> oh man, I hope people willingly go to Orlando. It, you what know, you that's say? The thing, right? Like, I, I hope he, he makes a safe return. I, like, it's one of those <laughs> things where like everybody loves to shit on Florida in general. Just be like, oh, Florida, why, why, why are you so fucked up? But that, like. Hey, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to Florida. Like, wh- why the fuck would you go there? Well, you, and complain you know about where it? I want to spend the last 20 years of my, di- my life and die? Florida. Not why? me. I'm not retiring to Florida. Yeah, I don't think I can retire to Florida. You know what Florida has done for me, honestly? It has jaded me to entertainment in general. It jaded me to fireworks. Uh, right? Things I no longer get excited just, about fireworks. It's just that's all day, every day. Everything's about entertainment, and every night there's fireworks. And it's just, yeah. When it's all day and every night, no. You know, be nice. Day, a fucking nap. <laughs> I go for a nap right now. Why don't you guys take care of the show? I'm going to just put the head down right here. <laughs> yeah, well, Chris, it's like almost 8.30, so that's just you just going to bed early. You underestimate my power, sir. <laughs> if I if I actually went to sleep, because we're recording, it's about 8.30 at night right now, as you're listening to this part of the show, right? If I actually go to sleep right now, I will wake up at 1.30, and I will be up. Well, Not, yeah, that's like I mean, all the way up, in the afternoon, up. man. It's more than 12 hours. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. So we are not going to be doing that today. Now, if I went to bed like right now, I would probably wake up between midnight and one. And then I'd be up until five. And then I would sleep the rest of my night. <laughs> yeah, I would probably do the same thing around when the sun would start <laughs> to come up. I'd be like, all right, I'm getting a little tired. Yeah. And then I would I would just feel like shit the rest of the day. If I were to go to sleep right now, about one or two o'clock in the morning, the neighbor across the street who has the Harley Davidson would come home and wake me up. And then I'd go back to sleep 45 minutes later. And then oh, well, look knows? at you, Mister. I have a normal sleep schedule. Well, <laughs> what when I'm out, I'm out, and I'm also in a state where you know marijuana is legal. So when I'm out, I'm really <laughs> so yeah. I have I have two ways of sleeping. There's the everything woke me up and nothing woke me up. I don't have a middle ground. Why not? in the same night. Yeah, I either I either get a nice light sleep in where everything in their brother wakes me up every light, every cat, every time my wife rolls over. Or I am just dead and the earth is shaking. The apocalypse is coming. The four horsemen are riding in. I'm Ric Flair is wooing and I'm dead. I have this issue where sometimes like when I know I need to go to sleep, that's when I can't sleep. And then I think about me not sleeping, which causes me to not sleep even more. It's a fucking dumb paradox to have, but it it uh, it's there. Do you guys ever get that or no? Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking, if I fall asleep right now, I'll get eight hours of sleep. If I fall asleep right now, I'll get seven hours of sleep. Oh, I can't do. OK, so this is another thing that I have, right? If I wake up in the middle of the night, I will not look at the time under any circumstance. No, nope, I don't look, look at the, the time, time until there is daylight out. Nope, I refuse because that messes with my head too much. I don't want to know what time it is. Yep. I, you I, look at I, the clock when you're asleep in the middle when you wake up in the middle of the night and you thank the clock because it's way earlier than you expected and you get to sleep like five more hours. Okay, so to if it's if it's like a weekend and I'm not getting up for work the next day, that's different. Then then I might actually check the clock because then if I'm not feeling like going back to sleep, I might actually get up and go watch TV or something. But if it's a work night, no, I refuse because if I see if I see how much time is actually left, I will mentally psych myself out from falling back asleep. And that I... is just not a good thing. I literally sleep better when I know I don't have to work the next day, regardless of how many hours I get. So, for (laughs) instance, today is my Friday. If I were to go to sleep and only have four hours, I would still feel better that next day than I would if I had gotten eight hours and actually had to wake up to go to work. Yup. You know, we spend so much time talking about food on this show. This is the first time I think we're ever actively talked about sleep. The other favorite thing I love to do. I know. (laughs) I remember uh, in college as part of a psych course or like, you know, if you get one hour less sleep than you're supposed to have, it doesn't you can't just get one more hour the next night and be fine. It's not how it works. And I'm like, bitch, that's how it works for me. 
You don't tell it's, me how my sleep works. It's like it's like one to one. Like literally, if I get one less hour of sleep than I used to tonight, tomorrow I will sleep an hour longer, and yeah, I will feel better way. for it. You know what I'm jealous of? Cats and how much they sleep. Because Lily just jumped up on my desk. I don't. All, I don't know about that whole like eighteen to twenty hours being asleep every day thing. It feels like you don't get to do anything at all. You well, never you get know, to accomplish anything. But you know that's that's why they they do it, right? Because they can't read and they can't watch TV, so they sleep. That's actually the exact reason why cats sleep so much because because they're bored. Because they're <laughs> bored. Yeah, they're fucking. Well, I also don't get imagine because they're like you know nature's perfect killing creature, but it weighs five pounds. It's like a it has to conserve its energy because it might have to hunt later. That's actually one of my favorite statistics about cats is that cats are actually one of the most perfect predators on the planet. Like, that's why cats are pure carnivores. Like, you know, dogs are omnivorous, but cats need a pure meat diet. That's why you can't you can give your dog a vegan diet and they'll be okay. But a vegan diet will kill your cat. By the way, I. I don't challenge people on the vegan lifestyle. If that works for you, that's great. If you ever try to force your cat to go vegan, let me know so I can adopt your cat and save its life and punch you the fuck out. This has been a PSA. (laughs) I don't even think that, like, it's healthy for dogs, to be perfectly honest. I feel like it's really not. But your dog will live is the point. A cat, you'll actually kill a cat if you deprive them of meat. And like you ever you you've seen because you guys have had you guys have cats. Eric's got cats. Dan's had cats before. Like you see what their teeth look like, right? Those are carnivorous teeth. Oh, and that's why it's, it's the funny funniest. because they're called canines, but a dog doesn't necessarily need to have meat. No, they don't. But that's what's so funny about it is they're such they've got those sharp little claws. They've got these sharp teeth. They're stealthy as hell. But then. You have what what mine's doing right now. It's sitting on my lap, rubbing its face all over the place while I pet it with this little look on its face like it needs the attention. It cries for attention. And yeah, yeah. but it weighs like five pounds. So what's it going to do? My cat weighs nine pounds. So I pick it up and kiss it all the time and she hates it, but she does nothing about it. She tolerates you. That's how they that's how they show love. They they just show tolerance. Yeah, toler. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that, I think that's it. That's right? how they show love. They won't eat you until after you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but man, do they think about that day <laughs> a lot. <laughs> My other cat's a dog, basically. He sits on command for food. He uh, he greets us at the door excited. My other cat's a cat. My other cat is as stereotypical as a cat as you can get. I don't know about my cats. Like, Kiri Kiri is, like, the one who is completely obsessed with me. She's in the room with me right now, sitting in uh, Rebecca's chair, just staring at me. And she, she does this when I record all the time. And she won't stop staring at me until I'm done recording. And, and sometimes it, it used to freak me out. But you kind of get used to it. And then Kitty... Is just asleep all the time until she wants food, and then she'll come and jump on my lap and give me cuddles. And when she's really hungry, she'll bite me, <laughs> but not hard. She she like bites me and tries to drag me downstairs. And I'm like, oh, okay, 
you want like snacks. Oh, all right. I see what's going on here. Yeah, we don't we don't let we um we have a feeding schedule for them. I know some people just lay down the food and then let them eat whenever they want to eat. Oh, we have to do that now, because if we try to pick the food up, Perry will lose his mind. We well, our cats were starting to get way too fat. So we decided to, you know, do the scheduling thing so we can monitor because I think what was ending up happening was uh, Kitty wasn't getting any food and Kitty would eat it all. So she was getting fat and Carrie just looked like a pile of bones. So uh, until this one got healthier, we decided we should just watch them eat until they were done. I've actually had a Perry does that. He'll he'll see that you're getting up and he'll like he'll start going down the stairs and he'll turn around there's because there are food bowls at the bottom of our staircase. Mm hmm. So he'll like turn around and he'll look to make sure you're following him. And then he'll get to the bowl, check one more time to make sure you're there. And then he'll start eating. And it's like, you know, daddy, watch me eat. But yeah, I can't. I I, I love cats and I love dogs. Not as much as cats, but I still love dogs. And I just want everybody who listens to the show to know that if you have a cat or a dog, uh, I love them, and they are also mine. Yep. Dog and cat people, you're fine in my book. If you okay, have a bird, I have a list. Eh. Eh. <laughs> some birds are cool. Yeah, some birds okay. are all right. <clears throat> Let's tie this into the nerd table. This is a list of the 20 best cats in pop culture. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Number 20. Mr. Bigglesworth from Austin Powers. Oh, I thought you were naming like particular types of cats. Okay. No, pop culture cats. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> did did everybody see the new Space Jam yet? Yes. Yes. When friggin' Sylvester is Mr. B- Mr. Bigglesworth and I laugh my ass off. Oh, that was so great. Yes. When Dr. Evil gets angry, Mr. Bigglesworth gets upset. And when Mr. Bigglesworth gets upset, people die. That's a classic line. <laughs> okay, uh, at number 19 is a Maine Coon named Snacks the Cat. This is from Bethany Cosentino and has been called the band's Greatest inspiration. In fact, Snacks has an official Twitter page. Snacks the Cat, the real life Garfield. So, yeah. So for Best Coast, enjoy Snacks the Cat. That is a big fluffy ass orange cat, by the way. If you look up the pictures of it. An actual cat, though. That's not freaking pop culture. Well, it's still kind of famous. By the way, Snacks the Cat only follows Best Coasts. That's bullshit. Get that cat to follow more people. Like, I mean, like, yeah, CKCC Radio's Twitter doesn't follow that many people. But if you have been deemed worthy of being followed, we will follow you. But you have to be worthy. All right. Number 18 is Meowth. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Uh, number 17 is Sassy from Homeward Bound. The Incredible Journey? 
Well, and that the original Homeward Brown from like the seventies. Yeah, let's talk about that because when I put that on my Plex, guess what? The metadata came up as seventy-one, and I had to fix that immediately. Like, yes, it's a Homeward Bound: The Incredible Journey. Yes, not just Homeward Bound. Uh, number sixteen is Toonsis the Driving Cat from Saturday Night Live. Member Toonsis. I don't know what that is, honestly. So it was a recurring SNL skit. Uh, I believe it was back. It started in the late 80s. And it was I I know it was a big thing with Steve Martin and Dana Carvey are always in the skits. He drove the family car. He would always drive the car. And it was just like a puppet cat with like the two little stick arms on the steering wheel. And it looked super fake. And the skits always ended with the vehicle being driven off a cliff. And it was the same stock footage every time of a car going off the cliff blowing up. It wasn't even like the same color car. But every single skit ended the exact same way. But they would vary it up one time. They had the uh, the Terminator cat chasing it. And Toonsis blows it away with the shotgun. And then it comes back with like half its face missing and the, the red eye and everything. So they did they did stuff with it. Classic SNL. Number 15 is Salem. Okay. I would have thought I love Salem. It wasn't even a list. cat half the time. <laughs> nope. It was 100% a puppet. Just G- animatronic puppet. Yep. I mean, if they if they counted Meowth as a cartoon, they can include Salem. Absolutely. Uh, number 14 is Snowball 2 uh, from The Simpsons. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, from what? Snowball yeah. is honorable, a generic name. An honorable mention goes to Scratchy, also from The Simpsons. Although I would argue that Scratchy is a bit more famous than Snowball. Yeah, what's Snowball done? Not much. Although when they did the Coraline episode of Treehouse of Horror, Snowball was a key component of that. Uh, num- number 13 is Smelly Cat from Friends. Does everybody I, remember? Hold up. That's not even a it, it doesn't even exist. I think they make I think it's like in the in it it becomes like a cartoon show, I think, or whatever. Yes. How can I keep crapping on every cat on the list? Well, are you gonna crap on this next one? Number twelve is keyboard cat. Remember keyboard cat? Boop, 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 Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember. Uh, number 11 is Milo from the adventures of Milo and Otis. If Neon, ne- neon Cat shows up. <laughs> uh, let's find out. <laughs> number 10 is Garfield. No, come on. Garfield needs to, be, needs to be higher. He can't just be number. Garfield's top five, bro. Right. Well, let's see who's higher. Uh, number nine is Lionel. I mean, he's a person. Cat just, person? He beat Garfield? That's bullshit. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. That just means, like, Tony the Tiger is number one. Number eight he's is Mufasa. bullshit. Number eight is Mufasa. Ooh, uh. <laughs> uh, number nine is... Or, number nine. Number seven is Thomas O'Malley from the Aristocats. Really? Over Mufasa. Really? Uh, number six is Felix the Cat. 
Felix yeah. the cat. Yeah, I agree with that. Felix would have been okay. in the top five. Solid. Also, there's one. There's another one I'm thinking of that will get me mad because it's not a cat. <laughs> is it, is it, Hold on, it, we might we, we may almost be there actually. It was uh, actually f- revealed within the last five years that it's not a cat. <laughs> it's yes. never been a cat. Uh, number five is Aslan. What is that? Lion the Witch of Narnia. Carnival's Narnia. Yeah. Oh, he's a Jesus cat, and he's voiced by Liam Neeson. Number four. <laughs> this is when Dan's going to get mad. Is Hello Kitty. <laughs> It's not a f- cat. It's a girl in a cat costume. <laughs> okay, so when we do when we do the tournament for pop culture cats, which is coming up, and somebody nominates Hello Kitty, are you gonna flip the fuck out on them? Yes. I no, because my job is to sit there and wait for you to tell me there's a tie, and then I make everybody disappointed. You might actually have to break a tie for the Harry Potter character finals, by the way. In the final. Yeah, the last time I checked, it was tied. So I might be calling you for that. <laughs> Snape and Hagrid made it to the finals. Wow. And they are tied. So uh, the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland is number three. Okay. I can agree with that one. That's fair. Actually, That's the top high as fuck, dude. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The top two are pretty worthy. Number two is Tom. One half of Tom and Jerry. Okay. Thomas and Gerald, yes. (laughs) And number one is the cat in the hat. Okay. Okay, so I can agree with some of them, but yes, I understand where you guys were coming from. As soon as I saw Hello Kitty on the list, I'm like, oh, that's not a cat. And then as soon as I heard you say, I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) This is going to end badly. What about like Heathcliff and... That was only 20. No Heathcliff. Definitely no Heathcliff. I was disappointed with Garfield being so fucking low. Felix the Cat and Garfield should have been like one and two. What about Fritz the Cat? That movie sucked. I just want to throw that out there. I watched that completely out of uh, morbid curiosity for the reputation and... Holy crap, was that just a crap, crap movie. Not entertaining in the least. Is it like NC-17? Yes. Okay, so I've decided to go to Ranker and see if there was anything about kitties on here. And here are the 15 greatest anime cats of all time. Anime cats? Yes. Uh, let me go down to number 15 so I can work my way up here. Uh, Nico Sensei from Princess Tutu is number 15. Number 14 is the Wind Cat from Fujin Monogatari. Okay. Uh, Naoko Big from Tada Never Falls in Love is number 13. People are going to be flaming all the anime all, all the non-anime people are just thinking i'm speaking gibberish and all the anime fans are probably freaking out because i probably mispronounced like half the words i just spoke uh maybe all of them uh kaminko from azumanga daio is number 12 number 11 is the kawamoto cats from march comes in like a lion number 10 is corin from dragon ball okay yeah 
Number That's nine. The first one I've known. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that. You're actually, you actually know Corin now, where you've where you've gotten to. I've known him, yeah, for a while. Veronico Sama from Trigun is number nine. I know you'll know that one because I know you know Trigun. Uh, Arthur from Code Geass is number eight. Got a little spot on his face. Uh, Patya from Yuri on Ice is number seven. I've never heard of that one, actually. Yuri on Ice, I hear great things about. Uh, Nayako Sensei from Natsumi's Book of Friends is number six. And these are fan voted, too. So I'm uh, there's there's our boy Meowth at number five. That's right. Number four is Chi or Chai from Chai Sweet Home. Would that be Chi or Chai? Because that can go either way. It's a cute little kitty, though. I like that kitty. Molly from the Ancient Magus Bride is number three. Number two is the combination of Luna and Artemis from Sailor Moon. Yes. No, no surprise that. there. Wait, you're missing. And, and you're missing. Uh, Diana's actually in the picture, but is not listed as part of the the, the group here. Ah, oh, well, that that's wrong. And number one is Gigi from Kiki's Delivery Service. I would have put Happy in there, but you know it's whatever. Oh yeah, Happy from Fairy Tale. Okay. Actually, like a, a main character. Okay, what are the top five Disney movies starring cats? Starring cats? Mm-hmm. Um, the Aristocats? The, Li- the Lion King? Aristocats number one, Lion King number three. So yeah, you were, you were definitely doing good there. Um, Oliver and Company? Number two. Oh, there Number we go. two. Lady yep. and the Tramp has cats in it? Uh, I don't even there see that in dogs. the top. There's a cat and lady in the trap. Good question, actually. Uh, Alice in Wonderland's number four because of the Cheshire Cat. Mm-hmm. Num- number five is the Jungle Book. Of course, you have Shakira and Bagheera. Bagheera. Yep. Yeah. Pinocchio's number six because you have a uh, little uh, Figaro. Figaro. Zootopia like, and Figaro looked at Cleo with a you know, hunger <laughs> in his eye. Yeah. Uh, number seven is Zootopia. There's a couple of cats in there. You've got Clawhauser, um, the the mayor, Mayor Lionheart, which is J. Jonah Jameson. Because the, the, they got the predator thing going on. There's um, the white tiger. Is it a white tiger? I'm trying to remember the tiger that goes nuts when he gets hit with the syringe on her. Yeah, that's number seven. Homeward Bound coming in at number eight. Lion King 2 at number 9, Cat from Outer Space at number 10, That Darn Cat at number 11, and then after that it just kind of goes goes from there. You do all kinds of stuff with kitties. Hey, at least we got the number like the top 3 like right off the bat. Oh yeah. Ranker's fun because Ranker uh Ranker is all fan voted, so like sometimes people hijack lists, obviously. Which gets ridiculous. But let's see. Ooh, this is interesting. Okay, according to Ranker, 
I'm not going to do all 100 video games because he's already done one of those. It's the 100 best video games of all time ranked by fans. Take a guess as to what fan voted up to be number one. You might not actually get this. It's not a very obvious answer. The number one rated video game of all time. Of all time. Yes. I'll I'll, I'll give you a cut. I'll, I'll let you. Un- yeah. Ocarina of Time is number nine. Breath of the Wild's number seven. Mario 64 is number six. Grand Theft Auto 5 is number four. Okay. So uh, g- give me a hint. Is it like super? It has niche? been released. It's 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 been released in the 2010s. I'll give you that much. In the 2010s. Oh, mm-hmm. God. It was available on PS4, Xbox One, the Switch and Windows. Just last generation. So it's a multi-platform game, so it's not going to be a, an exclusive to one of the systems. So, okay, not exclusive. Mm-hmm. And it probably Skyrim. No, it is not Wrong Skyrim. Generation. It's not Skyrim. Actually, where the hell is Skyrim? Is it even? I'm scrolling down pretty far. I'm not. Fi- I'm not even seeing Skyrim. Listen, Skyrim and Grand Theft Auto. There it is, have number been thirty. For like ever. So I just immediately. You said it was mostly, <laughs> and it came out for the Switch, and I literally, um, uh, gotta be Skyrim. And Skyrim's it, it, it's in a 10 major years title. It's a major title. Two. Yes, it is a major title. Um, it has other pop culture involved with it than just video games. Oh, now that threw me for a fucking loop. So it came out in like the last six, seven years because it was from PS4. I'm going to give you the year. I don't know if that's going to help, but I'm going to give you the year. It was released in 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. And it has... It's not just video game stuff. Uh, I mean, it started as a game, but it has spawned other stuff since then. Huh. Started as a game, spawned other stuff. 2015. Mm-hmm. Number one rated game. According to fans. According to fans. Can you give me a genre? Uh, action RPG. Huh. <laughs> it's actually stumping you. It really is. Started off as a game. 2015. PS4. And it's on Switch. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another hint. It is not the first game in its series. Persona? Oh, good guess, but no. That was a good guess. It is not Persona. Good God, man. <laughs> this is rough. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more hint. It is the third game in its respective series. So it's number three. Like God of War 3? No, not God of War. You are on the right track, though. Now I'm going to kick myself for not knowing this. I should really. Know by the time when you said it's the third one. 
Oh. All right, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna give you one more one more hint, and then this this is gonna be the give it away hint. Wild Hunt, The Witcher, The Witcher Three, Wild Hunt, motherfucker. Twenty fifteen is when that game came out. Yep. Yeah, it was available for the previous generation and the. Uh, I'm old. He's <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You got. I mean, you guys were close. You were definitely on the right path with where you were guessing. I played it like three or so years ago. It's really good. I think what fucked me up was the role playing aspect. When you said role playing, I was just like, "Oh, probably Persona." I I didn't realize that it actually come out for the Switch. That's what the other thing that was fucking like throwing me off is that it came out for the Switch. I mean, yeah, that that would actually. Uh, You're probably getting the 360 PS3 version though for that for on the Switch. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the how that other, the only other game that I could think of that came out for the PS4 that also released for like the Switch was like Doom, and I was just like, and that there was a movie, but it wasn't great. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> And I would be like, uh, I mean, it was a good game. It, it is a very good game. I just didn't think it would be game like the number one rated game. But Witcher Three, I can definitely see. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know what? Now that we're on the topic of video games, what would you say is your like most underrated video game title that you've played? That 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 just for whatever reason, either it was popular back in the day, but now you don't hear so much about it, or you wish they'd like reintroduce it, either a remake or just some sort of like revitalization of that. Super franchise. Mario RPG, because it does not. It was it was great when it came out. It never got the appreciation it deserved for how groundbreaking that game was. That game is why we have Paper Mario and the Mario and Luigi saga. But nothing's ever been done with the original. And I know there's licensing issues, but. Dude, come on. How underappreciated is that friggin game? Yeah, true. Very. What about you, Dan? What do you got? Um. Any of the games I played on Sega Master System growing up? <laughs> I guess they were good. There was some really good stuff on there. But everybody else had Nintendo. They hadn't even heard of Sega Master System. Sega Master System was awesome. It was. It actually had the best version of Double Dragon. I think it, it was a better system for fighting games in general. It was better. It's the Double Dragon on NES is kind of dog shit, and the one on Master System is close. Is really close to the arcade. Uh, for yeah, me, under. it's a toss up, and 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 these two are still like we all know that I love Chrono Trigger, and I wish they would do stuff with it. But after seeing what they did to Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross is a great game. But it's not, it's no Chrono Trigger. And I just like, they're just going to fuck it up. They're going to be like, oh, we tried something new. I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. 
I feel like a revisit to the Prince of Persia series would be great. So a re re revisit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but more more <laughs> like to the Sansa Time edition. I love fucking Sansa Time. Or a um a revisit to the Legacy of Kane series, like Soul Reaver and and, and them. You know, it's a game that was kind of under the radar, but it was a it was a lot of fun. I picked it up because there was a period where I was specifically like renting games for easy achievements to get my gamer score up. And one of the games I picked up was Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper. It was a point and click mystery game on the 360, but it was fun. It was really challenging. I really liked it. And there hasn't been a really good point and click mystery game in a long time. And I feel like that genre can definitely like I know they tried to do some of that stuff with like the time games, like the um, the Telltale series games with their timed their time stuff and everything. But those were great, but they were just telling stories and that they were just telling stories. Yeah, but a game that really makes you think and makes you solve mysteries again. We need to see that stuff come back. Like the Ace Attorney franchise. Never played those, but they look like so much fun. Now the prequels are out for PS5 and stuff. See, from what I was told, that they're not much like games. They're also just storytelling. Right. Well, it's like a storytelling and then a puzzle. Yeah. Because it's like you have to actually like examine the evidence to find out what you need to find and then you have to find out what what to say and when to say it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like what what would you say was was a good franchise but the last game destroyed it and now there's no chance of it coming back. Honey Hawks Pro Skater. Didn't the last one completely... Wasn't the last one just dog shit? Yeah, but they remade too. <laughs> yeah. I have. No, no, that's a good question. The prime example for mine was like Duke Nukem. Oh, yeah. The last one was good just old Duke Nukem. terrible. And then there's some games out there that it just doesn't matter how bad the last game is, you're probably going to get the next one regardless. <laughs> and there's only a handful yeah. of franchises that can fucking pull it off. And and I will have to say, not that there's been a lot, but there has been some pretty bad Final Fantasy games. But I'm probably going to get the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 15 was good. 14 was, uh, it's an online game. 13 was, uh, but I keep getting them. <laughs> it's just one of those things. What's well, what I'm saying? It's not like a actual, it's not actual serialized story. It's an right. individual story every time. Yeah. So you never know. Like, 7 was great. 
eight was great. Nine was great. Ten was good. Ten two was like, why are you doing this? Eleven was an MMO. I don't remember twelve because apparently it was just that bad. Thirteen was okay, but super linear. Fourteen's an MMO. Fifteen is awesome, but is it's way too open world. Which is like they went the exact opposite route of thirteen, where it's no longer linear, and you don't even have to do the main story. You can go fight monsters and collect things, and which is it's basically they try to make Final Fantasy into a Grand Theft Auto game, and it works. But you get carried away with the side quest, and then you don't remember your main quest. That was my big issue with it. Like, what was I doing again? Oh, right. Save I was purposely, I was purposely putting off the main quest sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go to that dock because then something's gonna happen. <laughs> and right, something got- is your dad gets killed and your entire <laughs> government gets ousted. <laughs> All right, if you I just got no- don't go to the dock, none of that happens. <laughs> All right, I got another list for you. It's uh it's got a bit on it, but it's not as much of a list as you might expect it to be. It's it's not it's not the it's not like a chronologic list of the worst games of all time, but it's games that have horribly negative reception behind them. And there's 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 a bit of of things to talk about in here. Let's see how many of these we've actually played or are at least familiar with. We'll start with the 1980s. There's a couple of games on this list. We have Custer's Revenge. Is everybody familiar with that? No, nope. I'm familiar with it. Okay, so have you heard about the porn games that came out for the Atari? Yes, they would release porn themed games, and they were like just horribly pixelated people with penises, horrible pixelated penises. Like Custer's Revenge was a game where you walked from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen and raped a Native American girl. It was tied to a tree or something. Yeah, that was it. It's I mean, it's it's terrible. Wow. OK. Uh, the Atari 2600 port of Pac-Man. Oh, yeah, that's got awful. I've seen it. It doesn't even look like Pac-Man. It doesn't even look like the game. Of course, E.T. E.T. and Pac-Man are what caused the game crash of 1983. Mario has the guy had like five weeks to work on the game. Yep. Because they they rushed it. So. They're like, hey, you want to make a game based on the movie? It has to be out for Christmas. Uh, It's Thanksgiving. Well, you better get to work. (laughs) (laughs) As the guy's literally carving his Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, they did talk about how they had to bring almost his entire workstation to his house because they didn't have time to waste for him to get to work every day. Ridiculous. He had, yeah. to, he had to work from home because he had to work every waking moment. Good God. I've tried playing that E.T. game and I just can't figure out what to do. And now I'm in another hole. Yep. And you extend the neck and sometimes you fall back in. Weird. Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on the NES. That was a, a very infamous game. That's that an ABGN episode. That's a classic, yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th on the NES. 
disappointment that was. Action 52. Good old unlicensed NES games. Night Trap for the Sega CD. Remember Night Trap? I do not. Yeah, it got re-released like in the last five years. <laughs> yes, it did. Because it's pretty fucking tame compared to now. But it was what led the way to the ESRB. <laughs> that and Mortal Kombat. Yep. What was Night Trap? I, I, I don't remember that game at all. So you were in a like security booth, right? And you could switch back and forth between the cameras. And there's like a slumber party going on. And then guys break into the house and try to kill the girls. Uh, techno vampires. Yeah, gee, you're just really selling this game right now, Dan. Tech- <laughs> techno vampires. Fuck. So and it was one of those ones where they just kept on getting fucked over while making it. And they're like, we have this plan. It's going to be good. And they're like, yeah, you can't. No, we don't have the money for an actual vampire outfit. So it's like, all right, fuck it. They're wearing garbage bags. And they have uh, surgical tubes. (laughs) Like, they have the the vent for a dryer (laughs) around their arm. (laughs) Oh, my God. Awful, awful, awful. But uh, it next... went bad because you would abduct and you would see abductions and stuff happen to the girls. And it was like, oh, my God, we are the children. Yeah. Oh, so that... Meanwhile, now, meanwhile, now at, in GTA, you blow the hooker's head off after she blows you. And you get your money back. Exactly. All right. The next four games came out for the Philips CDI. Anybody want to guess what they are? Uh, the Zelda game? <laughs> yep. The Mario Hotel, Hotel yep. Mario. Yep. Hotel Mario, Link the Faces of Evil, Zelda Wand of Gamelon, and Zelda's Adventure. Because that's what happens when you license your shit out. You get crap. And that's where it looks like it's being made in paint. Don't do that anymore. Plumbers don't wear ties for the 3DO. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, that's a that's a I it's hysterical that that even got made. But what's really funny about it is how just it's all photo stills like they could have at least done something else with it but there is like video in for like the in-between parts yeah but not during the actual game Shaq Fu we've all heard of that one yep I own that one it's not that it's not bad it's just I've not got it good. Minton, I've got it mint in Super Nintendo Bucks yeah it's just not any good it's not bad it's not like it doesn't work yeah, it's or just, anything like it's, that. It's just not very good. It's not good it's, at all. It's uninspired. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Bubsy 3D for the PlayStation. Really? Because it looks like. Yeah, because it looks like it's a freaking tech demo. Yeah, and Bubsy came, is like a green rabbit. <laughs> yeah, and it came out after Mario 64, so there was no excuse for it. Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero. Oh, yes. Everybody remembers that. I've played that. It is not good. And uh, uh, the other one, uh, with the, um, what is it? The one with Sonya and Jax. It had Promise, but it was just... Special Forces? Yeah, Special Forces. Yeah. It had Promise, but they just didn't... Oh, man. Can you imagine if Mortal Kombat broke into other genres correctly? Well, guess what's 
guess what's two spaces down on the list? Mortal Kombat Special Forces. Well, there you go. Uh, Superman 64. Oh, my God. I own that. <laughs> because, of course, you're for the Commodore 64. I would burn. Yes. That or frame it. No, no. I have to. I had to own it. The Simpsons Wrestling. If there was ever a way to make me hate two of my favorite things on the entire planet, it was this game. It's just not. They went. Uh, it's not fun. Did they try to go too realistic with it? Because I feel like. No, they, they didn't try. An itchy <laughs> That's the problem. An itchy and scratchy. They were like, game. Or here's, game, here's a bunch of Simpsons characters. They're in a wrestling ring. Go. The only, the only cool thing is that Ned Flanders finishing move is that God just basically his hands come down and just pounds you. There's a reason why there's only been two and a half good Simpsons games. Three and a half, maybe. Three and a half good Simpsons games. Hit and run. Simpsons game. Simpsons arcade game. Simpsons Road Rage. Yeah, I would say Road Rage is probably the half. I might be out of games now. Yeah, you are out of games because you named them. Uh, Batman Dark Tomorrow. I yeah, have never played that. awful. That one has like a good ending and a bad ending. And... It's all depending upon like your first move in a fight at one point. Yes. If you don't do a specific side thing in a certain way, you get the bad ending no matter what you do. Well, that's... <laughs> so I've just bounded through Bubble Bobble and beat the entire game all by myself. That's great. But guess what? Games are more fun with friends. So here's the bad ending. Now go find a friend, you loser, and try again. Lo- love that game, but God, I hated that so much. Remember the games where they would be like, it's game over. You know, there's like five more levels if you were playing on a higher difficulty. Get good, scrub. Oh, yeah, thanks. Cool. <laughs> like, I had a, I had the uh, the Tiny Toon Adventures game for the Super Nintendo. Buster Bust Loose. If you play it on easy, there's no boss fights at all. You just get to the end of the level, move on to the next one. So it's like, what's the, what, what even is the point? <laughs> that was what changed the difficulty was either adding or removing bosses. Or yeah. You just that was it a, only had to take one hit instead of three or five. Like <laughs> playing it on. Very no, that was, that was bosses. the difference between medium and hard, but between easy and medium. I mean, it made it too easy, but about sh- medium. But that's how Konami rolls, baby. <laughs> Fuck it. Make it too easy. Uh, Tomb Raider, the Angel of Darkness. Which one was that? Because I feel like there was a couple of Tomb Raider games that I was. Looking. I have not played that one. It was apparently it was a direct sequel to Chronicles and the Last Revelation. So that's the I, one I remember hearing about as being really bad. But like, I don't. Yeah, never played it because like Tomb Raider first two on PS1 and then like the last one on like 360 and then the new trilogy. <laughs> right. Yeah, because like I think before the new trilogy it was like there was another Tomb Raider game but it didn't play like Tomb Raider. It played more like a um, huh, I like a Diablo style type of thing and I couldn't understand. I didn't understand it. I didn't fucking play it that well. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, there's two of those. Those are actually really good. Are they? Yeah. 
I just I looked at the, the the art style and I was just like, oh god, yeah, no. <laughs> and then there's Tomb Raider Go. I'm assuming that's a phone game, and I'm now disappointed. It is a it is a phone game, but it got ported to everything else. It's one of those games where you can you move one space at a time, and other things coordinate in their movements one space at a time, and you have to figure out how to get through a thing. Like a puzzle. Hmm. There's also a Hitman Go, which is a lot easier because in Hitman Go, all you're doing is finding a way to kill everybody on the map. Where in Tomb Raider Go, you're trying to kill everybody on the map and get all the stuff and all the other the bunch of other stuff. Oh my god! When you said move one space at a time, all I thought of was the Flanders playing the board game. They're like, "Where are the dice?" Daddy says dice are wicked. Yeah, we just move one space at a time. It's less fun that way. Oh my god. Dude, I w- you know what? I would try like the game of life and see what if you only got a one every time. Like what would happen? <laughs> you should do that with Monopoly. You only you only roll a three every time. The lowest thing you can roll because a two would be would be doubles. Oh, my God, that would be terrible. I wouldn't even want to play that. All right. Let's go. The next two games, I guarantee you've both heard of because they're both infamously bad and they came out the same year. And they are Drake of the 99 Dragons and Big Rigs Over the Road Racing. I heard of the the second one, but the massive failures of 2003. They are horrible, horrible. I can't believe that's from 2003. Yeah. There was no excuse at this time. There was it. There was no hit detection, including the road. Including the other truck. <laughs> including the road. If you... You're a winner. Where, you are a winner. If you got to a point where you went over a bridge, you went underneath the bridge because that's not the ground. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty bad. The bridge is not the ground. Also, you could go reverse and you there was no uh, high speed on reverse, so you could go Infinite miles per hour in reverse. <laughs> you travel back through time. You become Jerry. I am time. I'm literally time. I've I have never heard of the next two games. Lula 3D. It's an adult adventure game. And Ninja Bread Man. Ninja Bread Man I've heard of because there's a there was a handful of games that came out at the same time, and they were the exact same game, except for there were some swaps of character swaps. Mm. So it was a gingerbread man that was just like a ninja. And then there's like one where it's supposed to be like a a doll, like a little girl's generic doll. And that was the main character, and they just kind of swapped things around. That was fun. Sadly, I've played the next game. Bomberman Act Zero. Oh, Ugh, that game. I know. I never really that was like a launch Bomberman. title. Hey, there, there's a franchise that could make a comeback. Bomberman? Yeah. I agree. It, it's, you know, it was one of those things where I really enjoyed the last Bomberman before that one. And I was super excited to play that game. And then it came out. And I was just like, well... All right. 
I Dude, guess. Bomberman got Bomberman got screwed in Smash Brothers. He's an assist trophy. Waluigi's an assist trophy, and Bomberman's an assist trophy. But the Piranha Plant, nah, that's a that's a full fighter, bro. Piranha well, Plant. To, to be fair, the Piranha Plant's been fucking me up for years. <laughs> <laughs> to be more fair, fuck the Piranha Plant. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 06. Is that uh, the one that game. in the city? Yep. Real people. Yep. Yeah. And he and he gets in a uh, relationship with a human. With an anime girl. They one of the reviews is you might as well just read the fan fiction on the internet. <laughs> uh, I've never played a Leisure Suit Larry game, but apparently the eighth installment, Box Office Bust, is one of the worst games ever made. Leisure Suit Larry? I've never heard of Stalin versus Martians. What? It's a parody strategy game, but apparently it did not do well. And then a game called Rogue Warrior. What is yep, that? Yep, heard of that. Yeah. Yep. It's got a uh, what's his face? Um. Rogue Warrior. Yep, I'm not uh, familiar with that one. Very bad voiceover. And every other word is a swear. Like, literally every other word is a swear, not a. <laughs> every other word is a swear. What's his face from The Wrestler? <laughs> Mickey Rourke? Yeah, Mickey Rourke. It's like the. Oh, okay. I bought my bird. Yeah. Swanson's bird. All right. We're in the 2010s now. We're on the home stretch. Oh, God. Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, I heard that that was dog shit when it first came out. Oh, yeah. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. It was the like. The, I mean, I literally just mentioned it earlier, but like Final Fantasy games, man. Very hit or miss. 14 was garbage. And then Reborn. Or, yeah, it was way better. A Realm Reborn? Yeah. Your game is so bad, you've got to remake it from scratch. Pretty much. I uh, never heard of this one. Power Gig Rise of the Six String. Isn't that yep, the... haven't uh, heard. Rock Band. So, band it, rip off. It's yeah. attempt to be Rock Band, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Postal 3. Well, that sounds terrible. I own Postal 2. Well, a good thing. On PC. <laughs> good, stop there. Apparently don't go any further. It's it's called Post Yeah, Postal 3 is so bad that they actually don't even count it as canon in the next game Postal 4 is considered actually this game. And it's called <laughs> so no, it's no, no regrets or no rack rats. <laughs> so it's Postal 3 season of the witch. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, flat out three chaos and destruction. Never heard of it. Uh, it's a racing game. Infestation survivor stories. That was uh, the Daisy. It was. Um, I think it was called. It was the Daisy. And it was essentially they actually got sued because it was complete ripoff of Warzy. Mm. Um. Like to the point where they were using the same everything. 
the same models. But Day- that. Yeah. Daisy's actually popular, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's still popular, but it was Daisy was pretty popular. But yeah, there was like the War Z or whatever, and it was like yeah, there's like the same assets being used, and they got like hardcore suit, and they had to remake the game and rename it, and it's still awful. Nice. Uh, let's see what else made the list here. Uh, Sim City 2013. Um, well, that one was because it was always online and it was never online. Oh, is, uh, that's <laughs> the one. Yeah. That'll do it. So, uh, aliens, Colonial Marines. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. Like, I, I feel like the whole point of even play like Sim City or Roller Coaster Tycoon is you just want to be like offline, chill, make your park or whatever, or make your city. And then that online. <coughs> It would have been cool if there was an online feature where, like, let's say you can link, like, my town to your town, right? And then we share resources or some something like that, but there was nothing. Such garbage. Or even, like, you could make your town, and then you can save it, and other people can mess with your town. They can download your town. Right. And they can mess with your town how they like. And then yeah. No mod support because it was an online game. What a terrible that that was like the beginning of EA's bullshit. <laughs> beginning of the bullshit. Yeah. Well, that was the beginning I- of people having enough of the bullshit and actually speaking out and and actually voting with their wallet. <laughs> All right, so I mentioned Aliens, Colonial, Marines. That's always been an infamous one. Uh, Ride to Hell, Retribution. Yeah. Double Dragon 2, Wander of the Dragons. Okay. Fighter Within. Uh, It's the Connect-based fighting game. Say no more. (laughs) I understand. It's a what now? A Connect-based fighting game. The Connect oh, was awful. Oh, the Connect. Okay, I'm thinking. Of, yeah, like, it was. Do you remember? It was an one? Xbox One launch title. I was thinking Connects, like the um, Lego ripoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to. I That's used to have Connects. Was. I was like, oh man, okay. I used to make. I used to make roller coasters with that. Uh, this one's called Dungeon Keeper. That wasn't terrible. Yeah, Dungeon Keeper's been around forever, just like the newer version. Uh, Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. Yeah, I remember that getting panned to hell when that came out. Uh, Alone in the Dark Illumination. I never really got big in the Alone in the Dark franchise. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. Mentioned that one. Yeah. Umbrella Corpse. Yeah. Tactical shooter spinoff of Resident Evil. That sounds like no fun. Uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, Yeah, awful launch, but within a year. I don't think it was. Okay, so the game was bad because of the promises that that fucking guy made. And couldn't keep. He couldn't deliver. But it's better. Now. I mean, eight, 
18 quintillion planets is a lot. Are you saying he molinude himself? I'm just saying he should have just kept his mouth shut. People would have bought the game. What was the last space sim game that came out before No Man's Sky? Literally, you're well, looking the, big, at- the big one is Elite Dangerous. The Oasis. Yeah, but like uh, even Elite Dangerous, right? Like that came out after No Man's Sky, didn't it? I don't think I don't think so. I, don't I never played any of these. So don't the ask me. Time. Elite Dangerous is crazy because you can do anything you want. Yeah, the updates. Elite, to that Elite Dangerous, insane. December sixteenth, twenty fourteen. That's definitely. That sounds like something I would really enjoy. Should I look into that? Well, the issue with Elite Dangerous is it's uh, pretty realistic on the uh, flight controls. <laughs> yeah, it it's a space simulator or a space flight sim, and it's it's insane. It's pretty. It's I think you'd like it, but don't expect to do anything good with mouse and keyboard. August 7th, 2016 was No Man's Sky, so it was... Do I need a controller or do I need a peripheral? I Yeah, peripheral, man. Like, I feel like this is one of those things where you're going to need uh, the the Joy-Cons and stuff. Stick, like that. A stick. The, yeah, the stick. The flight stick and pedals and all that. Because there's people talking about, oh, I love this game, but it took me, like, forever to get used to the flight. Because one of the first things you have to do is leave space dock and then dock somewhere else. And there's people who talk about that they almost gave up on this game that they absolutely love now because they couldn't do the landing leaving space dock and go entering a space dock so if you pass the learning curve it's fun it's i mean i i I imagine having a little space (laughs) like cat um (laughs) oh you can hear my cat that i heard that yeah (laughs) Imagine having a little spaceship and trying to approach and dock it into a space station. I mean, that's like a, you know, a fly on the pin of a, you know, head of a pin. Try it. I would try it. All right. Uh, We're almost at the end of the list here. The rest of these games are games that May have improved since then, but they definitely had negative releases. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 from 2017. Yep. We know know how negative that one got. The only negative thing about it was that it was impossible to get the hero characters because you had to grind it out. And it's just like, that's dumb. And eventually they just went, yeah, you are dumb. They should be uh, based on um, a point system. You score some amount of points, you die, you can be a hero. Your next time you come back. Yep. Uh, Fallout 76. Yeah, release was kind of ouch on that. That was another one where it was bad on release, but a year or so later, it's actually pretty good, and I play it every day now. WWE 2K20. (laughs) The game was broken when it came out. It was so broken that it didn't work on January 1st, 2020. It did not, yeah. If you went, it, you could, the game would load up, and if you went to anywhere, clicked on anything, it crashed. And then the last two games are Warcraft 3 Reforged. Oh, yes. 
Dude, they just didn't care at all. <laughs> I'm hoping that Diablo 2 remake is much better because I'm probably getting it. Would you like to know what the number one, or not number one, but the most recent worst game ever is? Eric, you should actually know what this is. Because you actually like this game. What? It's Cyberpunk oh, 2077. Cyberpunk. Oh, dude. Okay. So I feel bad for anybody who bought it for like PS4 uh, or the PS5 or whatever. But like the PC release was beautiful. It ran good. It looked good. The story was short, but like it was playable and it was fun. But watching some people literally like it looked like they bricked their systems on PS4. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, that that's bad. Oof. Yeah, I mean, that would be pretty bad, but it did recently get put back on PlayStation Network. You can buy it in the store now. Again, so. But the, the damage has been done. <laughs> But there's literally like a thing like in the game description, they go, yo, you better be playing this on a PS4 Pro or a PS5. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> well, that's your fault, then. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really worried about the fact that there's the two different Xboxes. Because I have a feeling there's going to come a point where. Um, yeah, sure, this game will work on an S, but you really need the X. I think the biggest difference between the S and the X, honestly, is the way that they do the rendering. Like, it, it's not going to play 4K on the S. It's just going to be scaled up. Which is fine, because the, the, the way they scale on consoles is way better than they do on PCs. Which, it's been that way for fucking years now, and it's been pissing me off. But now we're slowly getting it. Like, imagine... Because they, they had it back when the PS3 and the Xbox 360 was a thing. Where it didn't matter if you had a 720 TV or a 1080 TV or even now a 4K TV. Your console would agree, like communicate with your TV and it would upscale perfectly... And 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 it would just show like, right, you, you, it, you don't care. You don't see the the stretch image or anything like that. But PC, on the other hand, you can't do that. Like if you had a, a 1080p uh, monitor, but the game plays at 720 or whatever, it just looks fucking fuzzy because it didn't scale correctly. Hell, I started that generation in standard def. For a year or two. Hell, I started that generation on a little 13-inch standard def that I had to plug in through a VCR so I could get the AV input. I remember when I switched my Xbox 360 to an HDTV and I had to reconfigure how good... <laughs> because you have to reconfigure it for flat screen versus a tube television. Mm-hmm. And hell, I was only playing composite at the time <laughs> when I first got some HDs. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, man. The struggle. Struggle is real, y'all. It really is. These kids don't know. <laughs> These kids just don't know. When I was your age, I had to turn the TV to Channel 3. That was a real story. I know that sounds made up, but it was true. We had to get it was true, kids. It was, it was all RF at the time. Damn radio frequencies. Right. What? <laughs> I saw the thing where it was like, "What's something that'll that'll age yourself?" And it's like, "Get off that phone! I need to use the internet." Yeah, well, get off the internet! I need to use the phone. <laughs> That's still me at like fourteen. <laughs> like, there was a time when I absolutely. Didn't want to come home from college because my college internet was better than the internet at home. And I was like, no, I, this weekend, I'm like, do I need to do laundry? No, I'm going to stay here and watch movies. Remember, and I would like refuse to go home for the weekend because of that. Remember AOL instant message? Yeah, man. What was your first AOL screen name? Do you remember? No, not a clue. Remember chat rooms? My God, yeah. Chat rooms were awesome. I know what my first AOL messenger name was. HH2 News? Yeah, that is correct. That is what I came up with the name. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, shit, everyone's coming on this new platform. I need to come up with a name. What was the... Uh, my big thing was... um. I was into Dragon Ball Z at the time, so I tried to come up with the, the most badass thing I could come up with, and my screen name was Android Gogeta. Because at the time, that was the strongest character, and androids were unstoppable in their little universe. And I thought I was being a badass, and then I realized I was just being a geek. You were just being a virgin. And I 100% was when I first got AOL Instant Messenger. So, yes, you are correct. But you know what's funny? Gogeta's still the strongest and androids are still unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now, 12-year-old virgin Chris? I don't know. Probably, I probably don't have back pain back then, so. <laughs> what is that like, <laughs> not having back pain? Remember when your back didn't hurt? No. My memory is fading, too. <laughs> uh, here's some fun news, though. Guess who's back in November? Um. The Animaniacs. They've announced season two. Oh. And cool. an official animation promo work for the Animaniacs is a picture of Yakko with Buster Bunny. Oh, they're going to use that as like a. Hey, by yeah. the way. Well, they're rebooting yeah. Tiny Tunes. Yeah, so, yeah. Show's coming back too. Yep. 
So cool. Ah, it's so cool. Well, you know what something else is next week is the start of Marvel's What If. Yes. And it's starting with Agent Carter as the super soldier. That should actually be really fun. That should actually be really fun. Do we know how many episodes we're getting to that? I have no idea. Let's find out. I'll look that up for you. Um, what was what were the what were the other episodes, Dan? Because you saw the list, right? There is uh, one is about T'Challa is the person that gets abducted instead of uh, Peter Quill, so he becomes Star Lord. Okay. Oh. Um, there's also a Marvel Zombies episode. There are there are 10 episodes for the first season, but there's already a season two announced that has nine episodes in it. So we are at least getting 19 episodes of what if. Nice. Yeah, so the first one is what if Peggy Carter took. Yeah. Episode one. What would happen if Peggy Carter and not Steve Rogers took the super soldier serum at the start of World War Two? And then the second episode is what would have happened if T'Challa and not Peter Quill was picked up by Yondu as a child and became Star-Lord. That's oh, going to be so good. This is Chadwick Boseman's last work. They would have stopped Thanos. <laughs> I can't even argue. <laughs> that yeah I feel like Doctor Strange should have like went through and while he was looking through all those different possibilities and be like I know exactly what we need to do and then just kill off <laughs> fucking uh, uh, Star-Lord <laughs> there we go we're good now <laughs> and we're almost at Hawkeye it's gonna be here before we we realize it yeah is Hawkeye going to be a, a one and done deal? I believe so, because it's going to be a lot like the. Uh, <clears throat> Falcon movie Winter Soldier. That, it's going to be like the movie, the um, Black Widow movie, what it's essentially going to be. Well, we're sending off this one character, but we're going to introduce you to the replacement for the next section of our, our movies. <laughs> it's so. uh, eight episodes we're getting of that, by the way. So it's going to be him training. Kate Bishop to be the new Hawkeye, but they're gonna get a not so friendly visit <laughs> from Florence. <laughs> I'm all right with that. She can visit me. That's fine. Uh, when are we getting Ms. Marvel? I believe that's before the end of the year. Still. So. Ms. Marvel. It just says 2021. And then when are we getting She-Hulk? I think that's going to be early next year. Okay. And what about Groot? That's like an animated thing, right? So. Uh, there's only two of them. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. And in other news, the Suicide Squad came out last night. I have- on HBO Max and is now in theaters. 
haven't seen it. I believe you watched that. And I watched it the second it was available. (laughs) Were you just hitting refresh? They said 7 p.m. I at 6.55. I went to the website and it said live now. And I was like, fuck it. I'm hitting play and see what happens. And it started playing. And I went, oh, shit. So I turned off my computer and put it on the big screen TV. (laughs) Bigger TV. (laughs) Was it good? Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Hopefully before next week's episode. I will do my best to to honor that request for you. Sasha, the the request shall be honored. And of course, we all have to get uh, three Back to the Future movies in by the end of the month for a special. Oh, that's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I might not even watch them until Monday before. I know, right? <laughs> like that's not. That's it's not, not like Lord of the Rings where I have to carve out four hours for each one of them. No, not at all. Um, yeah, so Dan, why don't you go ahead and tell us all about your watch through of Dragon Ball? So I finished the season I was on before because we did the Baba stuff, and then she tells them where to go. And he shows up and shits on. Uh, what's his face again? <laughs> Emperor Pilaf. They even get like their big mechs and he still whoops their ass. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, just take the last Dragon Ball and go. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so then they bring back, they call forth the dragon. And bring the father back to life. So that's cool. And then it's like, hey, you know, we got to get ready for the next martial arts tournament. It's actually happening more often than it used to because it did so well last time. And then Yamcha's like, you should teach me, Master Roshi. And he's like, no. And then Bulba's like, what if I show you my tits? <laughs> That's a real power. Like, okay, that was the coolest. That was actually the coolest part of the fight with Baba's people. Was the Invisible Man, and then Krillin gets the idea, but you have to get Bulma and Master Roshi because he makes him bleed all over him. He gives him the (laughs) that's so he can rip Bulma's top off and give him the nosebleed so bad. And he squirts it all the way into the ring <laughs> and it covers the invisible man with blood. I think that one's really freaking funny. But so he decides to actually train Yamcha because after all, Goku has learned everything he can from me. So he's just going to have to go on his own way and learn different ways to get better himself. And then we find a series of episodes where he, Goku, Conveniently ends up in a town that has at the height of desperation for some reason. And he saves a town. Yep. And this happens like three or four times. You meet the third eyed man. Yes, the one where they're they're ripping people off by having like the weird pig thing. 
attack the town, and then they come in and save the town for an exorbitant fee, and they just move on to the next town. Yep. I do that. They come across the town where the where there's an there's a Cobra Kai that needs to get taken care of. <laughs> yeah, so just so you that. So you know that Tien and Chaosu are actually major characters, right? You're meeting major characters when yeah. you meet them. Uh, more, yep. more Tien they're gonna than Chaosu, but yes. Well, Chaosu's important in Dragon Ball and early Dragon Ball Z. Right. You know, but Tien actually stays important for Tien actually stays important longer than Yamcha does. Yeah. Actually, I think. No, because you still meet Tien in Super, but I don't remember seeing Chaosu. Chaosu, when when Tien gets recruited on Goku's team, Chaosu's there, but obviously Chaosu doesn't go with him. Right. Chaosu stops being a fighter in the Android Saga. Because when they go to fight the androids, Tien's like, yeah, I'd even bring Chaosu with me because I don't think he can handle this anymore. Because Chaosu's not really a fighter, he's more of a technician. Yeah. Tien's an actual fighter. But yes, you will get to see... Yeah, so the next tournament's really good. Because it has Goku and Tien in it, and it's... Yeah, it's a good one. You'll like it. Yeah. You will like it, and then you get the... Uh, oh, yeah. I just saw I just saw where, where this season ends. This season ends in a perfect setup to the, <clears throat> the next season, because you only got three seasons to go before yeah, you're done. Yeah, but they're, like, they're the long ones. They're like the 20s and the 30 ones. Yeah. So uh, you'll get probably not going to see them all. But in, all of in, these in, in the week. set up for Dragon Ball Z so well. It does, yeah. It's good setup. Because you get the tournament saga and then the two Piccolo sagas. And there's some mini sagas in there, too. But yeah, you'll. Uh... No, it's good. You're getting you're actually getting to the really good stuff. Like the really, really good stuff. Yeah. Normally, if I if I tell people to watch Dragon Ball before Dragon Ball Z, I tell them if you really like all of the stuff start from the beginning if not do the last three seasons Mm -hmm. and you'll be fine like it'll sell you on because it it gets there's a lot more action that comes in from here like don't get me wrong red ribbon saga had a lot of good action but nobody has actual powers in that but now you're going to get people with actual powers who can rival goku so but he drank the sacred water He did. Um, let's see. You met Corrin, so I can't remember when they actually mentioned <clears throat> the Sensu Beans. Did they have they mentioned them yet? They have mentioned them. They have mentioned them. Did you meet Yajirobi? Yajirobi. Yajirobi, the man. Yeah. I'll put it. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Yajirobe is underrated in Dragon Ball, and he's a key component for the well for Goku living past the Saiyan saga in Dragon Ball Z. 
No, I have not seen this character yet. Okay. I, I thought you met him when you meet Corin. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, cool. So I'm trying to think of the characters that are left for you to meet. Have you met Kami at this point? No, because we're not at Piccolo yeah, yet. Oh, right, right. Okay. We're not at Piccolo yet, no. So really, it's just... Mr. Popo. No, don't you mean... I don't mean... think you met Mr. Popo. Isn't he... Mr. Popo is with the Bobby arc, isn't he? Or no? No, he's not. Nope. Okay. You got Mikami. No, yeah, I have Mikami. not Mr. Popo, and I am looking forward to this racist-ass shit. <laughs> Mr. Popo and Jinx. If Mr. Popo had a Pokemon, it would be a Jinx. Yeah. Yep. Oh god. Well, you're get you're going to get to some good stuff. You'll you'll be having fun. I look forward to your progress there. Well, gentlemen, we, this isn't as long of an episode as we usually do, but I've run out of things to talk about. Yeah, I'm kind of drawing a blank, too. Uh, but I'll make an announcement. So we are on the verge of celebrating one year of the nerd table. In fact, if you will bear with me for a minute, I'm going to get you the exact date. It's the 16th was when your, your first episode came out. And it's a Monday. Yes. This year. So to celebrate that next week, we, we're going to try to schedule another live episode like we did for our 50th as a one year anniversary special. So if that sounds like fun for you guys, let us know and we will do that. Um, I think Friday night around seven was a really good time. May, depending on my new work schedule, there are going to be occasions when I'm working until seven. So, yeah, I mean, that would be like the latest I'd be working. But yeah, you know, I might actually have to uh, modify recording in that case. But we'll get you guys an actual time, but kind of plan for that, too. Um, and then Saturday, the 14th, check out twitch.tv CKCC online to watch us play Among Us. Watch us murder each other in cold blood and then lie about doing so. We're really, really good at that, by the way. At lying or killing each other? Yes. <laughs> Correct. Uh, check out all the other great podcasts on CKCC Radio. Check out our partner shows, including the Blake and Sal Show, the United We Fan podcast with Mark and Brian, and Watch Me Cook on YouTube with our good friend Tom Dickinson. Tom is a professional chef, and he does his own YouTube channel teaching y'all how to cook by being the cook himself. Support our guy. Mark and Brian watch the or watch. I actually can watch the United We Fan podcast. They do some YouTube stuff, too. Uh, Blake and Sal also does stuff on YouTube. So let us know how that formats go. And if you guys have enjoyed the live thing, because we got some good positive feedback on that. So clearly people enjoyed that and want to see more of it. That might be the next evolution of the show 
is we might become a YouTube style show instead of a pure audio podcast. So, yeah. And then let we us do know the crazy normal stuff like top 10 lists, but like it's the Friday thing you do every Friday. Yeah. Every and you can Friday like the top 10 list. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is like we can do it as a visual, too. You can do a screen share and then we can put up the we can put the stuff up. So, yeah, there's a lot of potential there, y'all. Don't don't sleep on us. But yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all checking us out and doing all this fun stuff with us here. We want to know what you guys want us to talk about. So we'll do that for our one year anniversary show. And it will be our 52nd episode, even missing a week. We uh, we made we, the 50. Actually, yeah, that would have been the 53rd episode would have been the natural one year. So. So, yeah, with the missing the week, we fell right in right in place there. So, yeah, that will be fun. Let us know. We'll let you guys control the content again. So if you want us to discuss something. But if you want us to do like a top 10 challenge or anything like that, you have to let us know that one in advance. I'm not doing a live top 10 challenge. (laughs) I'm not wasting time on the air coming up with a list. That's not going to happen. All right. I think we got it, guys. I think we uh, we made our points, right? Yeah. Final words. Be excellent to one another. I got pizza downstairs I want to eat. I have a bed that's calling for me. Well, we've already established we like sleep. Yeah, do like sleep. And I did not have a monster today. Oh, you're done. That's it. You're done. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you made it through this episode. I'm crashing hard, man. <laughs> Came over, man. Came over. <laughs> well, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy some delicious food. And then go lay down in your comfy, comfy beds and go to sleep. We'll see you guys next time on the Nerd Table. Pleasant dreams. Good night. For more great content like this, be sure to check out CKCC Radio and subscribe to never miss an episode.